0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Pensacola Business Radio. Now, hear your Business Radio X host. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. My name is Colleen Edwards-Chesley and we are live on Pensacola Business Radio X. This is our show sponsored by Powerful Women of the Gulf Coast in association with Pensacola Business Radio X. And this is our show called Women in Leadership. I am super excited today. I've got three amazing women in the studio today. And I do want to also say that this is not our first show. We actually, today's show, I believe is number 22 on the series. We've been doing the show for more than a year now. We're about a year and a half into the show and I love the opportunity to bring amazing women and also sometimes men onto our, into our studio so that we can talk about important subjects that are important to women in business. If you've never heard of Powerful Women of the Gulf Coast before, we are a not-for-profit organization born right here in Pensacola, Florida, and we support our mission, which is to promote, advance, and improve women in business. We do that in a number of different ways. We hold monthly networking meetings in both Pensacola and also in Gulf Breeze. We hold an annual conference. We teach leadership classes. We do the monthly radio podcast show in, a, in, a, in conjunction with several other things we do just just to give women the tools they need to be more successful in business when it comes to promote women in business we do a number of different things these shows are one way that we promote a lot of our members and some of our non-members as well to just talk about strong women in the community and what they're doing to be successful. We also advance women. So I'll talk about power up in a minute. That's one of the ways that we advance women to give them the skills they need to be more successful in their careers. And then we also improve women as well. I'm a big believer that there is, you can't be a strong woman in business if you don't have a strong, appreciation for work-life integration. So we as women, it's not just the business world that we have to deal with, but it's all the other pieces of our worlds as well. A lot of strong women are running their families around, taking care of kids, back and forth to ball games, uh, single moms sometimes as well. And so we try to provide an arena for women to come together and grow and build skills on the work-life integration side as well. So I want to talk about a few of the things that we that we 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 are doing upcoming ways that you can participate with us. And one of those ways is our annual conference. I'm super excited because we are back into conference mode and the conference planning season typically lasts about six months before our event. So our event is Wednesday, October 17th and Thursday, October 18th. That is our Pursue Your Passion annual conference. This year will be our sixth annual conference. I'm super excited because we've got our keynote speaker is Liz Jaswick was the keynote speaker for last year's EntreCon event held here in Pensacola, and she is an amazing, amazing woman. She is an RN, but she's also an internationally renowned speaker, she's a strategist, and she's an author as well. She has learned a ton about leadership, engagement, and service, and she helps to get that message back out there to women and men in business as well. She is a straight shooter, she is uh, has a sarcastic personality, and she tells it like it is. That's what I really love about Liz. She's going to tell us some things to help us as women to be stronger as leaders and to drive more engaged employees. And I love that about her because she is very honest, very real, and she does it in a very uplifting, motivational, and a fun style as well. So I'm super excited. If you haven't registered for our conference, you can go in and register now. We are on Eventbrite. And you can also find out a little bit more details on our Eventbrite event as well. And go in there and register. The price goes up from this point until closer to the conference. So obviously, the sooner you register, the better. If you want to wait and register later, later, we appreciate that as well, because this is our fundraiser for our organization. But also, we give back 50% of the profits this year are going to help the Gulf Coast Kids House. We love the Gulf Coast Kids House, and this is our way to help inspire charitable giving through our membership as well. So we hope that you come and participate in the conference with us. It's a great time. I think at least Margie and my crowd tonight or today has been to the conference. I don't think, Bethany, you were at the conference last year, were you? I was not. Not. But Manpower, who our third guest is today, she, um, their business has always been a very prominent piece in our conference as well. So I'm excited about it. The other thing I wanted to talk about today was power up i am really excited we just finished our 12 week uh power up session number Number five, which is the fifth time we've done Power Up, and we graduated seven amazing women from this this times challenge period. So, if you're interested in building skills in leadership, sales skills, mentoring, networking, and marketing, Power Up might be a place that you might find value. What we do is we meet on a monthly, or I'm sorry, on a weekly basis for an hour and a half. There's some networking during the meetings, but then it's a lot of really good content, a lot of stuff that I. I've learned from my years in the sales industry, but also just in the in the industry of business life. And today I want to share some information that we went over in the last several classes of Power Up. So the last 3 classes are really about sales skills. So we talked a lot about one-to-one conversations. Most of the I would think all of us women here in the in the audience today, we've had one-to-one meetings. Typically, when you have a one-to-one meeting, you're gonna meet with a possible future business partner. It might be somebody you could possibly do business with, or it might be somebody that you just don't know anything about their organization or their business, and you wanna get to know them better. I was a member of BNI for years and years and years, and they always taught the concept about you're not gonna do business with somebody unless you know them, you like them, and you trust them. I think things have changed a little bit now. I think it's more about attracting, it's more about engaging, and it's more about informing people. So that's how I talked about our one-to-one meetings. And one of the first things that I, that I talked about was a concept I did learn in BNI that's called VCP. And Margie, I don't know if you remember back in the BNI days, but VCP was a, a pretty big topic we talked about, at least in the chapter I was in. VCP stands for visibility leads to credibility. Credibility leads to profitability. And sometimes in networking, we get into these situations where we may meet somebody for the very first time and find out maybe that person is connected with somebody that they want to be connected with to do business. And sometimes we get inappropriate, not meaning to, but we overstep and we try to get right to the profitability step before we've built up visibility and before we built up credibility. So sometimes in the networking arena you've got to let the relationship naturally develop there are things that you can do to move that relationship quicker from V to C and from C to P but a lot of times you can't just meet somebody for the very first time shake their hand and say hey I know you know so-and-so can I get an introduction to that person right away you're going to jeopardize that networking relationship so some of the other ideas that uh, that I that I got from B and I about ways to increase your visibility ways to increase your credibility and ways to increase your profitability, I wanted to share with you today. So one of the ways that you can increase visibility is, well, is by wearing well-branded items. So a lot of us in business have company-branded um, shirts or hats or pins or name tags or anything that that talks about your business, I think that's a great way to increase your visibility because you're always giving somebody the opportunity to associate your name with your organization or your business. So by using those opportunities, I think is a way to increase visibility. Another way you can increase visibility is to support others in promotion of their business. So I learned this back in my days when I waited tables. I never could have enough pins people will steal pens from you if you're a waitress all the time. So a great promotional idea is to grab a handful of maybe one of your business partner's pens. And then the next time you're dining at a restaurant, leave several pens in the in the uh, little thing they give you with your bill. So you're not taking a pen, but you're leaving them maybe three or four. And of course, they've got your company's information on it. Or maybe somebody you know in business, and you want to help promote their business, leave their pens as well. The way, wait- staff a lot of times appreciates that because they have to go out and buy their own pens. So, and wouldn't you know what ends up happening a lot of times is they may use that pen and set it down with the next customer's check. And that customer may take that pen with them at home. Well, what they've just done is they've taken your business information or your business partner's information home with them as well. So it's a great little way to get um, your promotional information out there. Another one that I believe helps with visibility is to dress consistently with your brand. So, we are in the south here in Pensacola and a lot of times during the summertime our wardrobe tends to get a little bit, you know, different than what it would be in the wintertime and I wanted to share an example when I was in the financial advising world, which I did for 25 years and at one point in my career I wanted to build up the area of Perdido. So, I started networking in Perdido and I would go to Perdido with the exact same outfit I would wear downtown to Pensacola. Well, downtown Pensacola is a financial advisor I wore a suit every single day. It was either a black suit. It was a Navy suit. It may be a a dress with a sweater on it, but most of the time I was dressed very appropriate for a downtown Pensacola business conversation. But that same outfit didn't work in Perdido. And I was very fortunate that one of the first times I went out there and networked, somebody told me straight out, she said, if you wear a business suit in Perdido, people are going to see you coming from a mile away and they're going to know that you're not from this area. They're going to think you're from outside the area. And I took that to heart because what she was really telling me was that she was giving me an opportunity to be better in what I did. And it had to do with what I was wearing. So I changed my wardrobe. When I would go to Perdido, I wore capris or I wore, I still wore or very appropriate business outfits, but I would wear something that was a little more appropriate for the beach community. And it was amazing at how those conversations were different. Now, it was a logistic nightmare because then I had to go back to Pensacola and I couldn't wear the same casual outfit that I could in Perdido in downtown Pensacola. So there were days that I had to block out that I knew what I was going to wear based on which which community I was networking in at that time. But I think that's a way that adds value to your visibility, your credibility, and your profitability as well. And I'll just share one more as well as far as building visibility and and credibility. One thing that helps, I believe, is showing up on time to meetings. And I'm probably the worst example of this because I'm the girl that slides in at the last second right before I'm supposed to be somewhere. That's not a great habit. I need to change that habit because when you show up early to something, you are showing somebody that you're credible. You're showing them that you can do what you said you were gonna do. So I think in networking, We don't think about that as often and we think, oh, well, maybe the meeting doesn't start at this time. I'm just going to miss the networking time that's before. That networking time, a lot of times, is the most valuable portion of the meeting. So that's another one I wanted to, to hit on was to vi- build your visibility, credibility, and profitability, showing up on time is a great way to do that. So I hope you found value in that information. That was some stuff that we shared in the Power Up series. If you're interested in Power Up, I would encourage you to reach out to us. I've got information right now on our Facebook page that I'm getting ready to start the next series of Power Up so. if you're interested in that message me connect with me on Facebook throw me out an email or or anything you want to get that information and I'll make sure you're on the list for the next upcoming class there are 12 classes. We do make it very easy for people to participate because you can come to one class or you can come to all 12 classes. If you want to go through the entire program, it is $10 per class and you get one class free. So it's $110 for the entire program. And we also make it real flexible that you don't have to come to the actual in-person classes. If you are out of town or maybe your calendar is so busy that you can't be at every weekly meeting, we do send you a Dropbox folder. Inside the Dropbox folder has an audio of the full class it also has all the handouts it has the screenshots or anything else that we went through during the class so you can participate remotely we've had several of our graduates this time that said they love the remote option because they can listen to the class while they're driving to work or maybe coming out of other meetings and they've been able to receive a lot of the information. You lose that on the networking part, but don't sacrifice the networking part just because you can't come to the meeting. It's a great way to still get the extra value and education in that as well. So again, my name is Colleen Edwards Chesley. I'm the founding director of Powerful Women of the Gulf Coast. And if you'd like to reach out to me. I would love to help you with anything that you're trying to do in your business. And if you want to help support the organization, we would appreciate that as well. You can find us on Facebook. Our Facebook page is Powerful Women of the Gulf Coast. We also have a Instagram page as well, Powerful Women of the Gulf Coast. And if you want to check out our website, it's called PowerfulWomenGulfCoast.com. You can find contact information for me in any one of those different areas. And I would just love to connect with you and, and hear what it is that that you wanna do or, or ways that we might be able to help you in business. All right, now I'm gonna turn it to our live uh, studio here today, and I've got three amazing women in the studio today. One of them is a brand new friend of mine that I've just met today. Sherry, good morning. How are you? I'm great, Colleen. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely, I am so happy you're here. Sherry was a surprise because we had invited one of our premier members, Gemma, who uh, works for Manpower and has been active in our group for years and years and years, and she was to be our guest, and she wasn't able to be here today, so she sent Sherry in her place, and I'm so excited because I always love to meet new people, and I think the world of Manpower, and I think the world of Gemma. So anybody that Gemma would have. have fill in for her, I know as a quality person. So I'm so glad Sherry is here. Sherry is the marketing manager. She is covering the Pensacola, Mobile and Fort Walton Beach area. That's a huge territory. It is. (laughs) Yeah, that's a lot. She's been with Manpower though for 34 years. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited to hear about that. That just speaks volumes when you've been with with a business for so long. She started with Manpower actually as a temp. I did. You were laid off somewhere. I was. Tell us the story. How did that happen?
1: I was actually in Lake Charles, Louisiana, and it was back in 1983, and the oil industry was kind of shutting down and having some layoffs, so I walked into the Manpower office, and it was getting close to Christmas time, and they were having their Christmas promotion and invited me into their office to put it together, and I guess the rest is history. So three years later, my husband took a position here in Pensacola and I was reading the ads to move to Pensacola and I said, wow, this sounds like a manpower ad and, Lo and behold, it was, I came to Pensacola, took a week off to pack my stuff, and started right with manpower here, and I had the opportunity to advance my career. I started as a staffing specialist, then a branch supervisor, I ran the Fort Walton Beach office, and then got the Gulf Breeze office in Pensacola, and just was able to further my career, and
0: so... That's amazing. Okay. That's amazing. I love hearing that story because sometimes that's where you really, you know, that's that's similar to how we started the organization. I call it my oops baby. I mm-hmm. didn't mean to start an organization, but it I, became an organization. So mm-hmm. you probably didn't, when you walked in that door, you didn't realize you were walking into an opportunity to work for the business. You were walking right. in for the business to help you with a staffing j- position. Exactly. And then it turned into a full-time career and now something that seems like an amazing career for you. I can yes. tell from your passion that you're that you're very excited and and mm-hmm. um, and have gained a lot out of it. So Absolutely. so let's tell our listeners what is Manpower. And I know it is a staffing company, but is it is it more than a staffing company? Give us the 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 um, information on Manpower.
1: Okay. Manpower, we are celebrating 70 years of being in business. We're a world leader in innovative workforce solutions. Every day we connect more than 600,000 people to meaningful work across a wide range of skills and industries, helping to power the success of clients around the world. We were named one of the world's most ethical companies for the eighth consecutive year and one of Fortune's most admired companies, confirming our position as the most trusted and admired brand in the industry. This year, we received the Women's Choice Award, 2018 Best Companies for Women to Work. So we're proud of that, and it does align with... The powerful women. I know that could that that. couldn't even be better placed, could it? Absolutely.
2: (laughs) That's awesome. So yeah,
1: that's amazing. Business has definitely changed over the past seventy years. I mean, we started with two attorneys in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where our headquarters is, and you know they needed a brief done, and. A temporary person help them out and they thought, wow, if we needed this help, surely there's other people that need this help as well. So that's how we started um, from the U.S. to all over the world. So. That's
0: amazing. I had no idea. I apologize, Sherry. I did not know all that about manpower. Yes. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. Now, I know it's called manpower power, okay. um, but you, just like you mentioned, you are a great resource for women finding yes. work. Yes. Now you mentioned it started with attorneys. So I've worked with staffing companies before and sometimes they have their own niche. Some of them are more in the legal industry. Some of them more are in the healthcare industry. Sometimes they're more in the, you know, the white collar uh, type of, of jobs. Do you guys specialize
1: in any one of those areas or are you more broad based? Well, we're manpower group. So we do have have sister companies that do more specialized. We have Right Management, which does outsourcing and helping companies that are maybe um, maybe doing a layoff. And we have Experis, which handles more IT engineering. And then we manpower staffing does your. Um, industrial, clerical. And here in Pensacola, we do handle light industrial, industrial, and clerical.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So what kind of businesses would gravitate towards utilizing manpower? I would assume it's a business that maybe doesn't have enough time to have a full-time HR manager. Are those typically the the companies that you're
1: working with? Well, and that's the way It used to be, but Mm -hmm. now I think most companies incorporate a staffing company to work with. It's almost a try before you buy. Um, Maybe they're trying to see if somebody's going to fit in with their organization, or maybe they've got a special project, and then all of a sudden they're just bringing that person into their permanent organization. Got it,
0: got it. And the the human resources entire field has gotten so complicated. It has. You know, we were talking off before the show about, you know, things like sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are some really big things in the employment industry that companies have to do correctly. And if they don't do them correctly, they can be, unfortunately, uh, you know, they can be liable for a number of different things. Mm-hmm. They don't mean to not do things correctly, but a lot of times it's difficult for a small business to, to know what all the rules are. Mm-hmm. And then even if they know what the rules are, to be able to interpret them correctly. Right. So manpower helps
1: with a lot of that, don't they? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we we are considered a trusted advisor to our clients so that if they're unsure about a certain thing, they can certainly come to us and we can help them in that area.
0: That's amazing. I'll share a story. Um, and, and I haven't employed anybody um, in my, you know, in the time I was a financial advisor, I think I had a couple assistants at one time, but they were always employed by the, the, biz, the larger business. I haven't had to deal with that. But somebody asked me one time, they said, what do you do when you have an employee that shows up to work drunk? And my immediate response was, was, well, of course you're going to send them home. I didn't realize that there are some legal ways that you have to handle that correctly and literally just sending them home you could be then held liable because if they if you knowingly know that they have ingested alcohol and you send them home well then they're going to have to get home on their own way and that may include driving and if they create an accident or something happens that can come back on the company that's correct you know some so that's interesting that that um there are just little tiny things that you have to do as an employer that can make or break your business that's and correct. something like a lawsuit in the employment industry, it can kill these businesses. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I love companies like Manpower that are there to provide the education, provide the oversight, mm-hmm. provide the, you know, pool of, of, of eligible candidates as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's yes. wonderful. So if there was the ideal business that wanted to utilize Manpower, what would that look like in our Pensacola community would that be a small employer would that be a mid-sized employer a large employer where is who's the ideal prospect for
1: you guys all of the above
0: all of them all right anybody that has a just not
1: like me somebody that doesn't have employees right right that's correct (laughs) I mean we like to work with big companies that maybe are you know having a special ramp up or a small company that, you know, maybe getting some extra business. So, we definitely would like to work with all companies.
0: That's wonderful. And then what do companies need to be prepared for? Are they going to be able, are they going to have to pay you for your services or does that all come out of the employment relationship? How does that part work? Well, we
1: are the employer of record. Okay. We take care of paying the employee. Our Bill rate to the company uh, is all inclusive of the employee's pay, workers' comp, bonding, and liability. All the payroll-related costs we pay the employee and then invoice our client.
0: Wonderful. So it sounds like it's very easy for a business to 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 do business with you. They don't have to come out with a, you know, a retainer amount or anything that they have to put cash up front. If they're looking for employees, they come to Manpower and then you guys help them through the
1: whole process. That's correct.
0: That's amazing. I'm so excited that you're here today, Sherry. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for doing what you do.
1: We're glad to be here.
0: Yes. And you guys are great community partners. I mentioned Powerful Women of the Gulf Coast. You guys have always been an advocate for us and you've always donated either door prizes or silent auctions items. Gemma, who who I love, has always been a participant in our conference and, and very helpful in the conference planning. And I think last year you guys gave us a certificate for like something like 12 hours of free temp help. And you should have seen the businesses that were just jumping up and down to say, "Oh, I need 12 hours of free help. Yes. It's amazing. So yes. thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for supporting the community. And thank you for supporting all of these businesses. If it's not for staffing companies, these businesses wouldn't have the tools that they need to be successful. Well, thank you. Yeah. Let's finish it up and and, um, remind me again about how could people get in touch with you if they want to employ, um, not employee, if they want to retain Manpower for services, where's the best way they can find more information or get in touch with you or any of
1: your employees? You can call us at 473-8011 or you can go to our website, manpower.com, and we'll be happy to Send somebody out, just we want to gather any information that we can to make sure that we're making the right fit. We're always looking for candidates as well. the job market's tight right now. It is. Uh, unemployment's they- at the lowest rate it is has ever been. So we're always looking for good people.
0: Awesome. And if somebody is looking for a job opportunity, they would come in and go through your system or your process in Absolutely. order to, to be placed with the, the best opportunity. Yes. That is so wonderful. Thank you so much again for being here, Sherry. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We'll get back to talking with Sherry a little bit later towards the end of the show. And now I'd like to introduce another guest that we have in the studio today she is becoming one of my cherished most amazing friends that I have and I actually knew her before well I knew her family before I knew her turns out I know both your mom and your dad so the guests that we have in the studio and now I know Bethany so Bethany Lauren is a Pensacola native she is the marketing director for Digital Now which is a local printing company and she's the co-founder and marketing director for DeLuna Winery and the Court of DeLuna Event Space. y'all just had an amazing opening we We were there powerful women were there (laughs) she currently serves on the board with powerful women of the Gulf Coast and she says she does that because as a single mom, she believes in promoting and encouraging other hardworking women who want to achieve success in their own companies. Yep. Thank you for giving back in all the areas that you give back. You're amazing. Do I tell you that enough?
2: (laughs) You do. Every time you ask me to do something and I do it, you're like, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And I get all these text messages. I love it. Yeah. Um, And I'm big about emojis too, right? And I know that the reason you do that is because you know the value of making people feel valued and appreciated absolutely And I love that quality about you because a lot of people they ask for a lot of things and then they forget to follow up and just say hey I appreciate you and I you you're very good at that well
0: yay I'm glad that comes across and I'm glad it's not if it ever gets like mushy and you're like please stop saying that to me please (laughs) tell me because I need that feedback as well oh no no (laughs) so tell us what are you here to talk about are you going to talk about digital now are you talking about Deluna are you going to talk about everything, What are what's your focus today?
2: Well, you know what? Um, I'm gonna make that up right now. And I think what I'm actually gonna focus in is, you know, sometimes we as women or as moms, uh, we have to wear a lot of hats. We have yeah. to wear a lot of hats to make ends meet. And so a lot of times when I'm out in the community and I'm networking, I'm like, well, I do the marketing for Digital Now, which is a printing company uh, locally here in Pensacola. But I'm also the co-founder of DeLuna Wine Company. And we just opened an event space called Court of DeLuna event space. And they're looking at me and they're like, oh, my gosh, well, how do you do all of it? and you know, at the end of the day, it all comes down to cash flow. Yeah, it does. Well, and that's not all of it, too,
0: because you mentioned you're a single mom. You're also a photographer. Yeah. And, I mean, you do a number of things. And we talked yeah. earlier about work-life integration. So, um, mm. yeah, where where is your passion? Why do you do so many different things?
2: I do so many different things because, um, well, you know, number one, you got to pay those bills. That's mm-hmm. it at the beginning of the month and the mid-month bills and the end of the month bills. And so, you know, there's that, um, which really, you know, is important. And then also I think growing up as a child who had severe ADD, um, it was very hard for me to focus. And so I need to be almost, I, I flourish in a world where I'm doing a lot of different things. Um, you know, so I'm not stuck at a desk all day long. I'm out and about, I'm networking, I'm meeting people. It keeps me um, healthy and alive. And, you know, because I'm doing those things, I do not have to take my medication. I do not have to take, you know, Ritalin or Adderall anymore. Um, and it was, it was great because I had a doctor actually tell me once, he goes, when you find what you're good at and what you really love, you will not need this medication anymore. And so to be medicate medicated free, free of medications, which is just my goal, um, it feels really good um, to, to be that way. So. Absolutely.
0: And you're really good at it too. You balance both of those industries really, really well. And- people in the audience might not know this about me. I mentioned a little bit earlier, but I was a financial advisor for 25 years. I've been running Powerful Women of the Gulf Coast for 13 years. So there was a lot of time that those two overlapped. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Let's talk about the DeLuna Winery though, because a lot of people aren't aware yet of what the fabulous opportunity that we have right here in Pensacola. So tell us about the DeLuna Winery and then tell us about the court of
2: DeLuna event space. Okay. So um, it's kind of a cool story. My father, um, you know, just for years growing up, he would make blackberry wine in the kitchen or, you know, blueberry wine or strawberry wine or whatever, just as a pastime. And he would always do it kind of around the holidays. And so, you know, when Christmas time would come around, we knew, oh, dad's going to have some very strong wine, you know, (laughs) bubbling in the kitchen. Uh, and he would bottle it and put little cute labels on it, you know, holiday themed, and he'd give it out to friends and family. And so, um, when I got uh, when i I got older, um, we had a big event, and I said, "Dad, I really would love for you to make your strawberry wine for this mm-hmm. event." And we had almost two hundred people there, and Everybody, we, we did like a big fountain, and everybody just loved the strawberry wine so much. And they're like, you need to bottle this. And so we did. We decided to, to go down that road. We actually got distribution with Republic National, which is uh, one of the largest distributions. I was gonna say, that's huge. Yeah, in America, and in, in in even in the world, it's one of the largest in the world. And we are now, um, distributed throughout Florida so you can go uh, with the accounts that I set up over the last few years you can drive all the way to Florida Keys and back and, and buy all of our wine um, it's on shelves um, and probably over 200 locations that that was not easy um, oh gosh <laughs> no and I yeah spent, that's a huge accomplishment I spent a lot of a lot of days living in my truck or even sleeping in the back of my truck just traveling from city to city to to get it on those shelves. Mm -hmm. And um, then I came back here and we found a location that is in downtown. It's a phenomenal location on the corner of Gonzales and Tarragona. And it's a half city block, an old warehouse. And we actually purchased it from the Manna Food Bank. They were super awesome. Um, Gave us a, a ridiculously good deal on the property. And we decided to turn it into the winery. Um, So, you know, after that kind of got going and we're like, okay, we have this wine tasting room, but, you know, we have all this extra space, you know, we have like this huge courtyard that at the time was just a bunch of dirt and uh, surrounded by a chain link fence mm-hmm. but i remember the very it was probably
0: parking wasn't it for when manna was there
2: oh no no the, no they the didn't use that as parking okay. on the front end of the building the back they used as a um well it was the garden oh okay that's why it was covered in dirt yeah and they had gardens out there and they'd have trucks come in and out and stuff like mm-hmm. that but i remember the first day i walked onto the property before we ever bought it anything this is when we first found it the listing online. We showed up at the property and I got out and I looked over and I saw this beautiful pecan tree in the courtyard and the, in the courtyard, well, it wasn't a courtyard at that time. It was just a dirt lot, you know, but I looked over there and I, I looked at my father. I said, that will be where brides get married. They will get married under that tree, and that will be a beautiful courtyard one day.
0: When we were at when we were at the opening, your dad pulled me aside and told me all that y'all did to, to get that pecan tree back to where to what it looks like now. Because oh, at the yeah. moment, it didn't look like that. Now it's a beautiful tree that's mm-hmm. unobstructed by anything other than the fact that I think it actually starts in the property next to you. Yeah, and it's the it's the branches that come over the fence, but it looks gorgeous. But he talked about that there was so much overgrowth and other vines that were. growing growing up through it, that you guys had to clear all that out and really give this tree the opportunity to
2: really be that showcase piece. That's a great um, metaphor for life. It is. Because that tree was dying because it had way too many things that were wrapped around it and pulling it down. Yeah. And my father spent a good couple days just carefully cutting every um, vine. There was these huge just horrible knotty vines that were wrapped around it and Mm -hmm. it was like after he did that the pecan tree just went into full bloom and she was just like I'm alive and it was just (laughs) we we, we both were in shock because we'd never seen it that way before yeah and
0: um, yeah, it's gorgeous now. It yeah. It sits at the very back of the of that property that you described as a as an empty lot, which is not an empty lot anymore. Now it's fully paved. Mm-hmm. It's got a fountain in one corner. It's got yeah. a ton of outdoor seating area. You guys even had set up like um like the chess boards and the um uh, uh, checkers that people can play yeah. on the lawn mm-hmm. uh, for the outdoor entertaining. There's a space for a band to set up. Mm-hmm. You guys had set up for the opening several. Um, uh, drink stations and where people could put food stations. But there's so much more that you've done to the property. So if a bride was looking at this property,
2: what could they expect from uh, the experience? Well, you know, for starters, it's 25,000 square feet of indoor, outdoor um event space. Yeah, and that's huge. That is a huge space and there's nothing else like it in Pensacola. And, you know, a lot of a lot of times there'll be larger, you know, families who have tons of family that come in, especially, you know, your um your uh, I don't know, I uh, know the, the Vietnamese weddings are very large, your Indian mm-hmm. weddings are very large, mm-hmm. your Greek weddings are very large, mm-hmm. and they need a space where they can accommodate five, six, seven hundred people sometimes. Absolutely. And then also, you know, our local um, nonprofits like. Um, Gosh, you know, Powerful Women of the Gulf Coast, mm-hmm. um, Studer Institute, um, Autism Pensacola, they need spaces where they can fit as many people as possible so that they can get people in there and raise that money. And we wanted to be that new space um, that can accommodate large parties but also have little intimate spaces like the arbor that's under the pecan tree Mm -hmm. uh, like the the little um you know corner with the fountain and 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 then okay what happens oh a storm's coming all right we got you covered we'll just move everything into the winery and we have a huge warehouse that we are now transforming into a grand hall with um, a, a driftwood arch and, uh, amongst other things in there. And so we have the capability just to move the entire party and dinner and everything inside, which is also another thing that, you know, a lot of venues, I mean, you get married on the beach. Well, where are you going if it yeah. rains and pours, you know, you're going to get married That's in true. your living room, you know, at the beach house or, right? you know, so there's, you know there's a lot of places you can't do that.
0: That's true. And we do have event spaces in Pensacola. There's a lot of them. But one thing I love about the Dillon Winery is that it, it is broken up into more intimate spaces. You know, mm-hmm. and and sometimes when you're in a big group and a big event like that, you don't all want to be in the ballroom together, you know, and right. some of the event spaces, that's all they are is cookie cutter, one big room. And granted, you can bring in different things and put up partitions and different things like that, but you really can't separate people when you've just got one large room like that. One thing that you guys have at the Deluna Winery is you have a groom's room, mm-hmm. which is like a dude hangout. It's got like a, a pool table in it. It's got some images that that guys love sports and you know guy stuff and it's even got like a little dude hangout where guys could sit and smoke cigars or you know or, or just you know hang out with them and then they there's a whole uh, bride's area as well
2: yeah and the it's got ample
0: suite. yeah the bridal suite's got ample area for women who if you've ever done an event like a, a you know, gotten married, these women need a lot of space, whether it's for their makeup or if it's just for their clothes or for all the stuff they have to bring with them, you need a large amount of space. And sometimes you can't do that in these tiny stalls that they give you at different at different events.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I was, well, the reason I went into this and the reason I was confident about it is because I spent 17 years in the wedding industry as a photographer. So I saw the good, the bad, and the ugly. And, you know, how many times have I seen a bride getting ready in a tiny little, um, you know, like a workout room or yeah. uh, a little, um, I don't know, hotel room or mm-hmm. whatever. And there's never enough outlets for right. curling irons and this and yeah. that. And so, Places to
0: hang stuff up. Or,
2: exactly. Yeah. so our bridal salon, it has five or six, oh, I think it's six large vanities that have five outlets each going down one wall. Then we have a conference room size table in the middle where they can gather and have brunch. And we also provide a a champagne bar um, to every bride who books. That's just a gift from us. And the cool thing I like about the groom's room, which is also the billiard hall, is that once the wedding starts, that gets opened up to everybody. Mm -hmm. So you could have people mingling over at the bar. You can have guys shooting pool or people in the courtyard playing games and there are those spaces, you know, that keep people entertained.
0: Absolutely. And I love that about, about the DeLuna Winery and the the quarter DeLuna event space. So, um, remind our listeners to how can they get in touch with you? If they're a bride, if they're a nonprofit that wants to book this event space, I know you're doing tours so they can contact you and get a tour. How do they, how do they find you guys?
2: If people are really interested in booking this space, I have no problem with them calling me on my personal phone it's 850-712-1951 um, that's my personal cell uh, a lot of people think that I'm crazy for giving out my cell number but you know what My
0: cell phones on our website at the end of the day
2: like <laughs> the words of Zig Ziglar the fortunes in the follow-up and if they can get to me directly and immediately, whether it's text or phone, um, you know I can I can get to them faster. I can get that booking faster. I can talk to them. I can um, schedule that appointment. Do the walkthrough. Um, I also uh, my email is Bethany at and that's D E L U N A, Deluna um, dot So either one of those is great, and I just I just love to help people and to you know see them happy so
0: that's awesome and i would encourage our listeners even if you don't have an event go and tour the space because it's an opportunity for you to be an advocate for somebody else that might be looking for a space
2: and we're going to have a lot of events there we're having a movie night starting uh, very soon a couple weeks we're going to have a big halloween party for the community um so we're going to be doing a lot of other things um just really fun.
0: So other opportunities, public events that people can come and mm-hmm. see the space that right. they don't have to, right. you know, reserve a time for a special walk through. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's amazing. Well, thank you again, Bethany. I think the world of you. I love what you're doing. I knew your dad when he blew up the wine in his garage. <laughs> I
2: uh, remember
0: that. Yeah. Uh, we go back to Toastmasters days. days. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I could share some scary stories about your dad, but we won't do that on the public on the public podcast show. <laughs> Are you sure we could? No, uh, we don't have. An enough time I don't think.
2: I'm kidding. <laughs> we no, would need there's not enough time. Yeah, we would
0: need a lot longer. All right, now I'm going to introduce the third guest it's in this studio today and her name is Margie Callaluai. Good morning, Margie. How Good are you? Good morning. I'm so excited for you to be here. Thank you. You go back further with Powerful Women of the Gulf Coast than I think the majority of our attendees and our members. So thank you for everything you're doing to support Powerful Women of the Gulf Coast. I think it's amazing. And I've used Margie, just a personal disclaimer, I've used Margie in her services before. So I would encourage you to check her out. She's been in the health industry since 1976. I can't believe you're actually putting the date on there. People can figure out how old you are now. (laughs) But she graduated from Pensacola Junior College with a degree in dental hygiene. And she joined the United States Army later in that year and served honorably for four years. Thank you for your service. Thank you. Very appreciated. Thank you. Absolutely. It was in the Army, though, that you learned several different healing modalities. And including, or at least during that time maybe is when you learned that, but including reconnective healing with Eric Pearl the Lifeline Technique with, Dar- with Darren Wiseman. That's the one that I've been through is the, the Lifeline Learning Technique. And she also learned body code with Dr. Bradley Nelson. You are also a PTSD intervention practitioner. And that skill, I'm sure, is is just amazing and giving back to the people that are that are unfortunately having to deal with that. Uh, but you a lot of times use a combination of techniques to help your clients and deal with the problems they have whether it is with their body their mind or their spirit. And you also are an intuitive holistic practitioner who's passionate about life and loves to help those who come to her with an open mind and a sincere desire to help themselves. You're an amazing woman Margie.
3: Thank you. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> so tell us that was a love lot of descriptive information, but tell uh-huh. our listeners a little bit more of a simple explanation of what it is that you do.
3: Um, I, I guess the, the simplest way to, to explain what I do is, is I help people stay in present time. Living in the now. I was going to say, explain what that means and why that's so important. Staying in present time means you're not thinking about the past, dwelling on what happened in the past where you can get depressed. And believe it or not, when you go to a memory, you're feeling the same neuropeptides. You'll feel it in your gut. You'll feel it in your heart. Some people even get headaches, you know, immediately when they go to a memory. So what it is, is your body speaks your mind. So Mm -hmm. when you're in present time, you're more at peace. When you project what might happen or may never happen, you get fear, you get anxiety, and it, it hasn't even happened <laughs> right and so. and i you know
0: to me that i gravitate so much to that and then when you talk about memories i um haven't always had the most glamorous life i've got some negative memories in there and what you said about when you relive a memory in your mind your mind can't tell that that memory's not from the past your brain
3: Thinks And your body thinks and your spirit thinks that you're going through that memory at that moment, right? Yeah, your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between imagination, reality or memory. So that's why the thing I really teach is having people have an intention. Mm-hmm. When you start the day with an intention, an intention is an I am statement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, whether it is I am successful, I am speaking with ease on this radio show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Feeling amazing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and the healing modality that I like to use is infinite love and gratitude. That's my mantra. Infinite love and gratitude. Just saying that. Helps your body. Dr. Emoto was the scientist that found that water has, you know, has consciousness. When you send love to a water crystal, it turns into a beautiful water. When you mm-hmm. send hate, it's not structured. So that's what I'm doing is I'm teaching people to send infinite love and gratitude to the water crystals in their body. That's and that, the lifeline technique.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. I've I've read reports and I've heard reports about plants, you know, and, and if you talk positive to your plants that they, you know, studies have shown that they'll actually bloom and, and become better. And it's so funny. I go around my house. I have a an orchid right now that's blooming. Mm. We've never been able, my husband and I have never been able to get an orchid to rebloom. And we've got one right now that's blooming. And it's so funny because we'll walk by and we'll talk to the orchid and say how beautiful it is and how gorgeous the flower is. And, and but I believe that, that, that the, the, what you put out there in the universe comes back to
3: you yeah so you is can, that the basics of, of what you're talking about yeah so what I do is I help people you know go back to memories and a lot of PTSD is just a memory that was trauma mm-hmm. you know it can happen from conception to puberty you know in the womb mm-hmm. I get people that remember yeah that's you amazing know? and what happens though is we attract our subconscious mind mm-hmm. we get the lesson and if we don't get the lesson, we get to repeat it over and over, but with a different face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I tell people that you want to focus on what you want, not what you don't want. Because <laughs> right. whatever you focus on grows. Right,
0: and that's the basics of the I am statements. I love that. I, I try to do affirmations every single morning and they always start with I am. Mm-hmm. I am confident and secure. I am appreciating my worth. I am giving and receiving unconditional love. I've been, I am living importantly in my own space and I am giving back. That's usually the mantra that I say almost every single morning and a lot of it's come from your teaching. I've known you for many, many years now and and so much of what you talk about, I just see in my own life.
3: Yes, yeah, I, I did take that Heal Your Life course with you know that Louise Hay teaches. Mm-hmm. But what I found out too is you can say it till you're blue in the face, but it's not until it gets into the subconscious mind. What what happens is we attract what we feel. So when I have somebody, I tell them just to imagine your Disney World dream that you are in that I am statement. And if they're really dreaming, it's not just feeling good, it's, it's amazing, Right. it's bliss, it's joy, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and we
0: attract what we feel. That's absolutely true. Another thing that stuck with me that I've heard you say before is that we get addicted to emotions.
3: Yeah, we get addicted to certain emotions. We have, see a core limiting belief is something you keep thinking. It doesn't mean it's true, but we perceive what we believe. So what we do is we change those beliefs. Mm-hmm. And in order to change the belief, you know, you have to imagine it. You know, we go through, you know, the memory, mm-hmm. too. And, and there's just so many different techniques that I do. Like the, the lifeline technique has 16 different modalities. So what, what, what I'm doing is I'm working with the conscious mind, because the conscious mind is where you have choice. Mm-hmm. See, the reactive mind is your subconscious mind. And what happens when, when you're in a shock, boom spirit leaves the body, you forget who you are Mm -hmm. and you forget you have a choice. Mm -hmm. So that's why you can see uh, an adult man turn into a six-year-old. Do you Mm -hmm. see? (laughs) Or you can see a woman, you know, just all of a sudden start crying because somebody just said a word to her and all of a sudden she felt unworthy.
0: Right. So So just like an mm -hmm. athlete that may suffer an injury and they have to go through physical therapy, maybe they have to go through surgery, they have to retrain those, those joints and muscles to do the physical things that they were doing. It's almost the same in the brain. When somebody goes through a shock or goes through a trauma, you've got to retrain how to react to that.
3: Is that... Yeah. Well, what it is with PTSD, people don't realize that it's in a loop in the brain, and -hmm. the brain is reenacting that that same memory because it wants to make sure that you survive that that trauma. So it's perfecting that technique. But that's the thing. A lot of people crave perfection and it's usually those people that are craving perfection because they're the ones that will commit suicide Mm -hmm. because you can't be perfect. You have to be happy where you're at. You have to love yourself where you're at. And that's the biggest thing I can teach someone is to love yourself unconditionally and know that you are worthy. And that's where, you know, like just like the plant, can you imagine having a parent that wasn't taught to be loved, you mm-hmm. have a child that has just been told negative things all their life. There, I mean, it's going to come back to them when they are in a good relationship, and they unconsciously sabotage that relationship. Right? Yeah. I mean, I've I've worked with people that have attracted, you know, four different marriages, mm-hmm. and, it, and they found out. It was the same man, (laughs) right? With all the and the last one had all (laughs) of those emotions that she was addicted to. So, so it's really good for people to realize that sometimes it is good to spend time alone and and really heal you. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody somebody's not going to make you feel loved you have to love yourself first right and and that's that's some of the things that you know and what i do is i release emotions that are trapped in certain parts of the body and when we release that trapped emotion that part of the body gets better and same with animals i release emotions and trauma in animals, and all of a sudden, that animal can be affectionate again. You know, they're no longer afraid. I mean, when people come to my house when I first rescued Mimi, I mean, she would bark and she would growl, because she was afraid you know, Mm -hmm. that somebody was going to hurt her. And now it's like, everyone says she's a different dog. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, it is. I just love it. So people that
0: want to work with you, are they typically, and I would assume the majority of it is you're dealing with people that have been through something, whether it's a trauma, whether it's a, you know, relationships, it's something that's happened that's creating a situation where they're having trouble functioning in the world. But do you also work with people that maybe are, things are going okay, they just want to be better in certain areas.
3: Oh, absolutely. I mean, I work with a lot of people that have been diagnosed with cancer, you mm. know, because, you know, emotional cancer is when a person changes to please other people around them. But they change and change and change until they're no longer happy. So the right. body will speak to them. Yeah. And I think it's Oprah that says that she cured her disease to please. (laughs) Do you see? (laughs) I love that because Mm -hmm. that's what it is. I mean, people have to have boundaries. And I I work with so many people with lack of boundaries. You have to be able to say no and Mm -hmm. own your power like powerful Mm -hmm. women of the Gulf Coast. A lot of women need to learn to own their power. So I work with, you know, I work with children. I work with people that want to get better in their business. You Mm -hmm. know, people that you know, have been in a car accident, that's trauma, mm-hmm. but they don't realize that, you know, they're, you know, that happened a while ago already, you know? Right. So what we do is, I, I also teach different techniques where it, it cleans the, the memory yeah from the
0: brain and that's amazing because Mm -hmm. that's such a hard thing I know Mm -hmm. for me personally as a female I tend to reflect a lot more Mm -hmm. than I think my husband does I don't think he tends to think about things as long and re-evaluate them as much as I do (laughs) so they don't do they yeah Mm -hmm. Um, it's it's tough and and, and I'm not saying always it's always women and men but I think there are some people that are just more connected emotionally like that Mm -hmm. so those are some of the people you can make a really big impact with can't you
3: Oh, absolutely. I tell people in order to heal, you got to feel. And once you feel that fear, you know, and harmonize that fear and wherever it is, it's amazing. They can go back to that part of their body and not feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I usually rate it from zero to 10 and they'll tell me I won't let them leave until it's a zero.
0: Wow. Yeah. So it's
3: like now they're able to look at the episode as an observer instead of being right inside it it. exactly because otherwise they they may repeat it and it's true you'll what happens is we also attract how we feel so Mm -hmm. guess what if you're you know you're feeling fear you're going to attract more fear if you're you know you know your your focus is on debt you're going to get more debt Mm -hmm. even if you make a lot of money you somehow sabotage yourself to where all of a sudden you got this big bill why Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. it's It's in the mind. It's true. (laughs) It's true. So we have to clear that. (laughs) Yeah, you have an amazing ability to to make
0: a huge difference for people in their lives. I mean, if they're dealing with trauma, if they're dealing with something, you know, an injury, an accident, you know, a a bad Mm -hmm. relationship, those are those are some great concepts. But then even people that that aren't doing that, that just want to be better. I think there's so much advancement that you can help them with just by kind of clearing out that clutter and kind of kind of redirecting to where they really, really where they consciously want to be, but maybe subconsciously are, are getting derailed. So how would people get in touch with you if they wanted to talk to you further about services? Because you do such a broad range of, of different things that I would imagine that they're going to need to talk with you before they know what they're really asking you to help yeah, them yeah. with. Yeah,
3: they can go to heartcenteredwellness.com. They can also call me at 850-291-0848. Also, a lot of people don't realize that we do give CEUs to uh, massage therapists and acupuncturists. They can learn Reiki, Reiki one, two, or become a master, a Reiki master. But also, I teach muscle testing, muscle reflex testing, but also the first three steps of being able to do this every day
0: that's amazing that's amazing I'm so excited thank you Margie for everything you do you're welcome I've been as I mentioned I've been a client of Margie's off and on for quite a while you've made a big difference in my life and my dog even I had Margie do a a cleansing on my dog and it it scared me to death because you found shock in my dog and I know shock was probably when she was abandoned Mm -hmm. and that just is heartbreaking to know that your animals pick up on those emotions too
3: they pick up so, on our emotions. They definitely do. <laughs>
0: they have their own emotions and then they pick up on our emotions Yeah, a lot too. of
3: times when a person wants me to work on their dog, I have to work on them first. Right.
0: Oh, <laughs> I yeah. can definitely, yeah, see, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. definitely see that. Definitely see that. I know. Yeah. So thank you again mm-hmm. for being here. We're going to open it up now for mm-hmm. general discussion. So I want to welcome back Bethany, Lauren, and also Sherry Moore as well. And we're going to talk about a little bit of information that's helpful for women in business. So this is open discussion. You're going to hear from these different ladies as they chime in and then I'll go around at the end and have you ladies introduce yourselves again and give us your contact information so let's kind of kind of lead right off of what Margie was talking about about emotions and and how much that has to do with business Um, one of the things Sherry I wanted to ask you about was one of the questions was about top competencies so being emotional that can be something that we as women can that can help us and also something that can hurt us what are some of the other top competencies that that you believe that are helpful for women
1: well I think as women we need to be confident and I think we need to be approachable but we also need to be passionate about the things that we do so and I think as leaders um we need to be thoughtful and i always believe that i'm not going to ask anybody to do anything that i wouldn't be willing to do myself and i always want to set a good example so that's good
0: yeah those are really good confidence <laughs> i mean you're you're singing my tune right now because i think that's one of the that's a huge part that we as women I can see the successful women that that's how they become successful but also lack of confidence is is holds a lot of women back and what you talked about about passion um, is extremely true as well you know if you're really passionate about something that can that can really help as well yeah what about you Margie
3: same thoughts Um, well I usually tell people the minute you have doubt about a sale that's what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you have to visualize and know you've got it. You've mm-hmm. got that deal. Do you see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I, write that I down mean, because, too. because yeah, I know. otherwise you're going to create it mm-hmm. and they pick up. We're interconnected. Mm-hmm. They feel your fear. They mm-hmm. feel your doubt. So they don't want to buy something, mm-hmm. some, you know, they don't want to buy from someone that, isn't confident in, in what they're marketing. Does that make sense? Yeah. When I was in, when I was
0: in the sales career or in Uh the sales industry, they always talked about people can smell your Mm
3: -hmm. fear.
0: And, and that all, I took that literal, like they could really smell my fear. Well, and I wore, you know, more deodorant and maybe more perfume (laughs) or something because I thought, well, maybe that'll help, but they weren't really talking about, they could physically smell it, but they can, if somebody is not confident, you can see that on that person. Right. You know, there Mm -hmm. is something to the fake it before you make it Mm -hmm. concept, but but what are some other ways that you help women be more confident?
3: Maybe they aren't there already. Sometimes, believe it or not, it's on a subconscious level and we go there. Mm-hmm. And we find out what happened, maybe as a child or maybe it was at another job. I mean, a lot of people get PTSD from another job mm-hmm. or being bullying at school. You'd be yeah. surprised how that can start at all also. And what happens is w- once they go back there and they realize, you know, they c- what they could have done. And that's exactly what happens. Then they start feeling more confident in themselves. So you're talking about some of the things that we talk about in Power Up. In
0: Power Up I always talk about let's let's practice on the on the practice field mm-hmm. and we play on the playing field right so you're some of the things you're talking about is practicing off camera or off you know outside the sales situation oh absolutely yeah, yeah. how about you bethany what do you do to maintain confidence because you always come across like you're confident are you always <laughs> confident are you just like that uh yeah yeah i think it's because is it
2: ever a struggle confidence
0: <sighs> you can be real
2: very very seldom yeah. Because I And I think it's because I was the oldest child of four. Mm-hmm. So I've been taking care of three other sisters since I was eight. Yeah, um, And I think just always being the oldest and having to make all the decisions. And even when I was a small child, I mean, my mom would be like, you were always like bossing everyone around or telling them what to do or cleaning the house or, you know, doing this. And so I've, I've always felt like I was an adult, even when I was little. Mm-hmm. I viewed myself as an adult. And so mm-hmm. um you know coming into the business world and then watching, you know, my father being an entrepreneur and everything. Um you know, you were talking about top competencies. Um <laughs> and I was like my su- my southern accent's about to come out y'all, but I was thinking <laughs> you just got to be the good kind of stubborn. Yeah. And I I know I've already posted this this week, but Laura Swan from our Powerful Wind group said this the other day and she was like, there's nothing more powerful than the made up mind. Mm -hmm. And that is something I got from my father because we will not stop until we achieve the goals we lay out. We just won't. And being that good kind of stubborn with a little tact, a little mm-hmm. grace, a right. little persistence, you know. And professionalism. Yeah, you've mm-hmm. gotta yeah. be professional and gracious. Mm-hmm. But um I think that's probably one of my top, <laughs> you know. Qu- qualities. I guess I don't know. Is that a quality? Sorry.
0: That is definitely a quality. Yeah, that's a great. Like I said great. before, I think confidence is. For some people, it's easier than others. It's not an area that I've always been successful in. There's been times in my life that I've been super confident, and other times that my confidence is like you know, below the floor, um, practically. And and I think for a lot of women, it can be can be a struggle. Mm-hmm. How about you, Sherry? Is that is that something you struggle with, confidence?
1: Well, I've always had a good role model. I've always worked hard. My parents worked hard. Um, My kids were three and six when I started with manpower. I always kid them and say, I wished I had my first pair of shoes when I started working. They literally had holes in the bottom, but (laughs) I worked really hard so that they could have Things, you know, as they were growing up, you know, and now they're 41 and 38, and I have grandkids, you know, but I watched them work hard. So that we could have things. So I was fortunate to have good role models. And I know not everybody has yeah. that. So they have to look for a good mentor, you know, to fashion, you know, good work ethics. And sometimes I think that's missing, you know, in our workforce nowadays. Absolutely. That's what I witness because I deal with people in the workforce. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, personally, you know, I find confidence from you know, the work ethic that I learned from.
0: Absolutely. So if you don't have it internally, you've always had somebody that can help guide you in that, exactly. in that area as well. Exactly. And that and that does lead right into mentoring. I think it's mm-hmm. so important that people have positive mentors mm-hmm. around them. I've learned so much from people that do things wrong as mm-hmm. well. So it's not mm-hmm. always the positive that, that I think where there's the value. Sometimes you can learn from watching other people make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And um, you can learn from your own mistakes. I've made a million mistakes. So I've learned from that way as well. Well, exactly. And on the mentoring side, I know, Margie, you do quite a bit of mentoring. What do you do to mentor uh, the next generation?
3: Usually I get them. I love working with kids because <laughs> then, you know, if you can start letting them believe in themselves and know that they can do whatever they they you know, whatever they want Whatever they choose. I mean, I have a two-year-old that I started working with. His mom was diagnosed with a real rare cancer disease. Wow. And, and this kid, though, always wanted to be an actor. He wanted to be an actor. And, you know, of course, after she went through the chemo and all this stuff, I mean, she, she looked like she was going to die. Mm-hmm. And he even asked her. And so he had a lot of fear. And mm-hmm. he started stuttering. So at first, he worked with print. You know, he would have headshots and, you know, and they lived near L.A. so that they could do that. And I would do the interview, you know, before the interview, I'd make him feel yeah. better, get him all. Uh, but then, you know, he stopped stuttering and now he's doing movies. And he's actually, you know, on the big print for... Um, what is that? Knox Ferry Farm. Really? <laughs> yeah, so and he's awesome. done wow. movies, too. And he's 15. Wow. Well, oh my gosh. so And she's still alive. How yeah. cool is that? <laughs> is, it, um, is it your son, too, that's so entrepreneurial? Well, my... my Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, my, I just remember years and years ago, you had somebody that may have been around fifteen, and I mean. Oh the- no, no, you're thinking of my other son, my my uh, Robert's uh, son. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's a John Maxwell coach, and he's very oh. successful.
0: Oh, and he when I first true? met
3: this kid, what was he? Maybe 15, fifteen, twelve. Oh, no, I you're, mean, you know, Ga- Gavin is still here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. now See, Stephen's like 40-something. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, we just don't look our age. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. I know. Y'all, y'all do. Yeah, yeah we
2: do. Always look really yeah. good. She looks 35. <laughs> I know.
3: <You're> like, what? <laughs> But this child yeah. is
0: amazing. And, and uh-huh. a lot of it, I'm sure, is because of the entrepreneurship he watched both you and your husband have over the years. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's yeah. just so cool. I remember seeing him in this little suit and just adorable and look like a the proper business person and now grown up and is an amazing business person. Yeah, (laughs) that's very cool. That's very cool. All right. Well, we're about to wrap up the show. So I want to go around to the other question I wanted to ask was personal mantras. And so I want you guys to think about which mantra may be a good one for you. And if you don't have one today, that's perfectly fine as well. Maybe it's an inspirational quote or something that just gets you motivated. I know, Sherry, you talked about being passionate. Um, So we can have that one be your mantra if you'd like as well. The one that I'm using for this week is because I've had to deal with a little bit of a physical setback recently, the quote I'm using right now is "Always make your comeback stronger than your setback," and I love that because when this first happened to me, I was a little bit of a victim. I felt like, "Oh, this is happening to me. Why is this happening to me? Why I don't have time to deal with with this." Setback. Well, now I'm changing it to make the comeback larger than the setback. So
3: that's my mantra for this week. Margie, what's uh, what's connecting you? Well, my mantra has always been infinite love and gratitude. Just saying that just changes the frequency in my body. You know, if somebody, you know, you're driving and they cut off, you just say infinite love and gratitude. <laughs> and there's a and you've got a hand
0: signal for infinite love yeah, and gratitude, which I is
3: love you in American sign. Language. OK, so it's a
0: sign for I love you.
3: Yeah. And you put it over the center of your chest for self love.
0: And you say infinite, infinite love, love and, and gratitude. gratitude. That is so cool. And every time it's funny when I, when I text back and forth to Margie, <laughs> I try to pick the emoji that, that is the, the sign for love in, uh-huh. in sign language because yeah. it means infinite love and infinite gratitude. gratitude. So instead of saying, thanks Margie, I appreciate you or, or, you know, what I usually say to Bethany, I'll send her the, the emoji that says infinite love and gratitude. And I always get back several emojis of infinite <laughs> love and gratitude as well for Margie. So I love that. Um, how about you, Bethany? Do you have a mantra or quote or an inspirational thought for today's?
2: You know what? It's so funny because I have all these notes here on this paper of things I was going to say or mantras and all this stuff. But as you asked me that, it totally changed. And actually, I was thinking about how important it is to take time for ourselves every week and to not feel guilty about it. And for a lot of women or anybody really in business who works as hard as we all do, a lot of times, I mean, I used to be a workaholic and it got so bad that I would come home at the end of the day and I would sit down on the couch, And I would feel guilty and I'm like, oh no, I need to be doing this or Mm -hmm. I should be writing that contract or I should be doing this. No, you know what I should be doing is, you know, reading a a book to my little boy Mm -hmm. or going out to the beach and just breathing in the salt air and loving myself and life and where I am right at that moment. And so I think just taking time out for yourself and taking those deep breaths and, not feeling bad about it.
0: Exactly, and here we are on a Friday. What are you going to do to take care of yourself tonight? Tonight, tomorrow, the, <laughs> tomorrow, the weekend. Do you have something planned that where you're going to take care of yourself? I do.
2: I am. I'm going to go to the beach. Nice. And I'm going to cook a lovely dinner for some close friends and drink a martini. Yeah.
0: See. There you go that is awesome We are blessed to be right here on the Gulf Coast where we've got the most amazing beaches in this area and I think your your words are very true Bethany that women a lot of times we don't give ourselves that permission and um, I think that's a great that's a great concept to talk about
3: It's called self-care mm-hmm. self yeah. it's self-care but I you know very young what I learned was it's cheaper to take a vacation than get a divorce. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's really big. I'll <laughs> tell you. That is ya. so <laughs> true. So much better to take oh, a vacation. So get good. Yeah, you need to wow. spend time with, with your partner. You need to spend time with your children. Yeah. Do you see? So it's good to take a family vacation. But also, even if it's just three nights or a couple nights, you know, with your spouse or partner, I think that's important.
2: Yeah, I'll be doing that next week. <laughs>
3: there you go.
0: Exactly. And gratitude.
3: No kidding. My husband just had a birthday. Yeah, and I saw that.
0: Yeah. yeah. And so I had a, uh-huh. a, like I talked about, I had a setback that came up and, uh-huh. and he was very vocal that he did not want this to impact on his birthday weekend. <laughs> that was not a, a good conversation in our household, but I took his words to be true and that I needed to listen to what he needed oh. at this moment. It wasn't about me and what I needed. So it's amazing those three days that we took off and I didn't think about much of about business, although it's hard to turn that off completely for me, but it was a great way to reconnect with him. And you know, this setback that I'm going through is not just affecting me; it's also affecting him as well.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And to be respectful of that, and to realize that, and to to be okay with taking that time, is what you have to do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you, Sherry? You want to leave us with some inspirational last words?
1: Well, I actually wrote down "thankful," oh, and I say that every. It day because as a breast cancer survivor um, I have an awesome support group and I spent I probably had seven surgeries over an 18-month period. Wow. So I appreciate all, all my friends and family around me so I'm very thankful and blessed and I'm appreciative of my new friends that I met here today. Yes. 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 It's been amazing. We are Very thankful.
0: (laughs) Yes. And thankful back to Gemma, who is the reason that you're here today. (laughs) Even though I love Gemma and I hate it that I didn't get to hug her neck today, I'm always appreciative to meet a new friend. Yes. And anybody that Gemma would recommend is is going to definitely be a good friend for me as well. So, okay. all right, we're going to go back around the room and I want to everybody to reintroduce themselves and, and give us your contact information and your business name as well. And we'll start right over here with Margie.
3: Margie. Yeah, Margie Kalaluhi at heartcenteredwellness.com. I also have a Heart Centered Wellness Facebook page. And if you like it, um, we do a lot of nice things at the house. We have a community healing night and I do... Potluck, yeah. all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Y'all are always doing yeah, stuff at we're your doing house. fun stuff. I
0: laugh at Margie that her <laughs> house is so large because she always has these things going on at her house. She has to accommodate the crowds.
3: Yeah, and my yeah. cell is 850-291-0848. And you can text me or call me
0: wonderful thank you again margie for being here it's just amazing what you do it's hard to put into words what you do but the effect that you have is is amazing so thank Thank you you. for how you give back to the community and how you give back to all of us in business and and in life Mm -hmm. as well helping us process life i think that's a great a great business to have and and thank you for everything you're doing for for your clients
3: you're welcome
2: absolutely and now bethany Yes, so I'm Bethany Lauren again um, with DeLuna Winery and the Court of DeLuna event space. And also, and um, I didn't really get to talk about this at all, but Digital Now Printing Company here in Pensacola where we really try to um, make very custom, beautiful um, pieces of art for the walls or even something as simple as signs and banners for your business. Um, you know, we really strive to have quality items that, you know, people can use to promote themselves or something beautiful to hang on the wall and look at every day. So, uh, but you can reach me at 850-712-1951.
0: Awesome. Thank you for being here, Bethany.
2: This has been awesome.
0: I'm so glad you're here, and I do I loved it. a special thank you to Margie and Bethany, both not only for being um, members of Powerful Women of the Gulf Coast, and these members are at the premier level, so which means that they're at a higher level than some of our other members as far as a membership level. But also a thank you to both of you ladies because you both have agreed to sit on our Powerful Women of the Gulf Coast board for this year, and I couldn't be more proud. This is the first time I've had to build a board, and it is the only time I. Get get to build the board as the executive director, because then the board will build the newest board after that. But you two are two women that I handpicked because I knew what your passion level is and and how you want to give back. And I just know that you guys are going to be instrumental in helping us get to the next level with
1: Powerful (laughs) Golf Thank you.
0: Absolutely. And my newest friend, Sherry Moore, repeat your contact information as well.
1: Sherry Moore with Manpower, whether you're looking for a worker to add to your company or you're someone that's looking for work, you can contact us at 850-473-8011 or at manpower.com. You can also text us at 850-473-8011 or you can email us at pensacola.fl at manpower.com.
0: Wonderful. And we will repeat all of the contact information in the show notes as well. So if you didn't hear it on the broadcast, you can um, read it on the website as well. And I wanna thank you, Sherry. Like I said, I just met you today, but anybody that Gemma would recommend is gonna be near and dear to my heart as well. And as I mentioned before, Manpower has been very active with Powerful Women of the Gulf Coast, and we couldn't appreciate that more. I know you don't just do that for us. You do other community um, involvement as well. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for educating us a little bit more on manpower and thank you for everything you're doing to get back to the community in addition to powerful women of the Gulf Coast. You're welcome. Thank you. Absolutely. And again, we will look forward to hearing from three more guests next month, same time, same place. If you enjoyed this broadcast, please share it with your friends. Please tell us, tell others about powerful women of the Gulf Coast. Again, our mission is to promote, advance, and improve women in business. You can find us on Facebook at Powerful Women of the Gulf Coast, or you can find us on Instagram at powerful powerful women of the Gulf Coast. You can also find us on the website, powerfulwomengulfcoast.com. We hope you join us for our upcoming conference. We hope you take part in our power-up classes, come to our monthly meetings, or or just, just interact with us in a way that, that might be beneficial for you. Thank you, everybody, and we'll look forward to seeing you again next month.